Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. We have a fun show for you guys today. This show is going to be a little bit of an ebb and flow because, as always, Julie and I have spent really, arguably, far, far too much time researching the headlines that are most relevant for you guys' real estate businesses. And we always try to find a balance between good news and bad news. And I'm not going to lie to you guys, it's mostly turning in the direction that we predicted it would with regards to how this is all going to shake out over the rest of the year. Um, And we're going to be reading you some of the headlines and reviewing some commenting on the headlines and whatnot. So I think you guys will really appreciate this. And remember, Julie and I are, what we're focused on primarily is we're trying to get you guys to stay in action. We're trying to motivate you. We're trying to educate you, but mostly we have to get you into action. Um, And uh, yeah, so Julie, welcome to today's show. Yes, thank you. And I'm searching for... uh interesting non-negative stuff all the time as well i got just some. never know i've got some good, some good uh, client stories etc but yeah. yes so it'll be a mixture this time guys so um look guys we're entering into what's going to feel like a big relief for most of you um and it's going to be um unsatisfying and i mean that in the literal sense that you guys some of you i can tell by your emails and whatnot think that the whole thing is behind us and the truth is it's not what by whole thing i mean the pandemic by whole thing i mean the economic slowdown the recession that we're in or some people are calling a depression hopes to lead to a recession or a recession right depression worse being being worse than a recession um, well, this week and the next week, all the economic data is going to start pouring out about how bad it actually is. And um, just some people that we follow that are experts at this stuff are suggesting that it's going to be just beyond worst case scenarios as far as unemployment and as far as the overall devastation to the economy, not just ours, but global economy. So it turns out it's a really bad idea to shut the world down for two months. <laughs> turns, out, turns out that's not a good mm. idea. Who knew? Well, so... Mentally, emotionally, be prepared. So financially, you're prepared. Because if mentally and emotionally you're not prepared, and educationally, really, then you're never going to be prepared um, in terms of financial. Because you're not going to know what direction to go in. You're not going to know what to do. I had probably three calls today uh, from people who are specifically interested in joining Julie and I on our EXP team. And why are we getting so many calls? Because agents are smart, at least those of you who listen to our podcast are, and you realize that the way forward is different than the, the way forward from just 60, 90 days ago. You're realizing that you should have had alter, you know, basically multiple sources of income that EXP provides. You realize that you probably maybe are not at a broker right now that's gonna be in business 60, 90 days from now. And so you're looking to know and understand what your alternatives are. And I'm going to give you guys two directions that you can go with your EXP curiosity. The number one is just to text the word EXP to 31996. Text the word EXP to 31996. It will text you back a quick seven to nine minute video that goes over the high points of EXP. If you're ready to join EXP, if you're serious about it, if you want to have a direct conversation with me, 
text me directly at 512-758-0206. Especially if you're a broker or a team, you obviously have more complex issues and the video is not really going to cover it. So you want to call me directly or just text me directly, 512-758-0206. And I have to say, Julie, of all mm-hmm. the business decisions we've made in our past you know, 30 years of being married and, you know, 25 years and being in business together. I have to say joining EXP a year and a half ago or so was probably one of the smartest things that we did. But I'll tell you what's even smarter than that. And that's from a personal perspective was essentially introducing it to all of our students and all of our coaching clients and really anyone that cares to listen, because the feedback I'm getting from all those folks now that have been in for six months to a year that are, you know, some of them are getting, obviously they're making lots of times more money in commission splits than they were making before. But the feedback I'm getting about uh, those who are receiving revenue share, that's emotional because a lot of them have sources of income that are coming in from other than the real estate transactions, other than just having to work for it. It's coming in passively through revenue share. And they're so grateful for having essentially been in the place mentally and emotionally a year, year and a half ago or even you know, 90, 120 days ago to be receptive to joining EXP. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the passive money that they have coming in now. It really is a revelation in, in the real estate industry, guys. And you need to be aware of it. So text the word EXP to 31996. Or if you're ready to join EXP or if you have a, a team or a brokerage, you can speak with me directly. Just text me directly at 512-758-0206. Off yes. to the news. You got it. So first of all, what's going on with this PPP money? Ask whether a third round of funding is needed. Kudlow said, quote, it may be, but did not commit to more assistance for PPP or funding for state and local governments. We waited a little bit too long, I thought, when the last tranche ran out. So I think he's referring to the first round, which ran out very quickly. The second round round of the Paycheck Protection Program launched last Monday and has so far provided $2 million loans worth $175 billion out of the total $310 billion Congress authorized in the last relief package. So this is going to run out again, and we will see whether there's going to be a third round or not. I would not count on it. If you haven't applied for your PPP yet, time is absolutely running out. Right. And the PPP is part of the Ultimate Agent Survival Guide that we give you guys for free. We also tell you how to fill out all the paperwork for the SBA, PPP, unemployment, mortgage forbearance, EIDL loan, all that stuff. Just text the word SURVIVAL to 31996. All right. There's a story, Julie, that I sh- actually you sent to me from HousingWire. Um, this one's great. GSCs are prepared to cover servicers' advance on loans and forbearance. We're paying attention to this forbearance story because we know that some of you guys had um, you know, differing experiences putting your properties into forbearance. Forbearance is going to be the thing that, frankly, either delays a housing crash or saves us from a housing crash. Forbearance is something I wish they would have done before. Uh, back in 07 through 09, because um, it really would have saved a lot of people from the pain, anguish, and financial destruction of losing their homes. The same thing is going to happen now, now that essentially all the servicers are agreeing to uh, comply with the uh, CARES Act, which necessitates them putting mortgages in forbearance for 12 months. Do you have any uh, new details on that? Uh, well, basically, the servicers are figuring out how they're going to get covered. The FHFA, the Federal Housing Finance Agency, announced that they can, uh, these are Fannie and Freddie loans, will only be required to cover four months instead of basically forever. So that was the first step. And now they're sorting out that they actually should have the liquidity to cover this, which will ultimately trickle down to fewer lender overlays, we hope. There has been a lot of confusion about this, about lenders protecting themselves because they still have to pay their investors. Hold on. 
So you're rolling yes. into the other story, right? Yeah. Okay, don't roll into the other okay. story without That's basically right. letting them know about the bottom line with regards to forbearances. So all of you guys can get put your mortgages into 12-month forbearances is the bottom line. We've been saying yes, this every it day. Is, so, sorry to interrupt you because there's so much confusion on no, this. No problem. The CARES Act says specifically, yes, you have the right to request a forbearance. You do anyway, but they're being very clear about this. And the CARES Act says for 180 days with the possibility of 180 days after that, which equals 12 months worth of forbearance. The confusion has been how the, the lenders have been handling it, but you need to get everything in forbearance. Remember, that's primary residence, vacation home, um, rental properties, pretty much anything you need to get. And to. don't believe the hype about there being a balloon payment. And like, you know, some of you guys think you have to pay back the mispayments at the yeah. end of the forbearance. Not true. There's no hits to your credit. This is one of, we, we've been doing our ultimate agent survival guide presentation. I think we did it maybe 15 times last week on different Zooms. We have one, a presentation coming up for a state association in um, New Mexico, another one in, actually a broker in New Mexico, a state association in Wisconsin. If you guys would like us to present to your group, uh, letting all agents know about how they can fully, frankly, take advantage and leverage all the government bailout programs. All you've got to do is text me directly at 512-758-0206, and we will be more than happy to do it. Um, just absolutely thrilled. The feedback, I have to say, after our presentations is very emotional and it's exciting because so many agents who are now 60 going into sometimes 90 days into this without a sufficient income to cover their personal overheads, you guys are realizing this is not the time to be unemployed because there's no jobs to be had. So you absolutely want to know about these different bailout programs. A lot of bad information about out there. Julie and I have spent a ridiculous amount of time as of two members of our staff researching all this, making sure we're staying on top of it. If you want to have Julie and I present this on a live event to your group, Zoom, doesn't matter, however you want to do it, just text me at 512-758-0206. In the meantime, if you want access to all the information about all the bailout programs, and you want to be a member of our free coaching program, text the word survival to 31996 and we'll text you back a join link. You join, then you'll have access to all the information, everything we're talking about, all the mortgage contact information you need to get your mortgages into forbearance, how to apply for unemployment. In most cases, even 1099 um, you know, independent contractors are going to be able to receive at least $2,500 a month in unemployment. Um, and then obviously there's the SBA PPP plan. Julie and I don't think, and I don't think there's any real reason to believe that these programs will be um, run the, run their course anytime soon. We think they're going to be continued all the way through the end of the year because there's really no reason to believe that there's going to be any sort of huge turnaround in the economy just because the amount of uh, devastation that's been that's that's affected essentially all aspects of the economy and not just ours but obviously global economies with that in mind if you're listening to us for the first time some of you are scared going oh my god what kind of podcast is this <laughs> i want you to remember no matter what direction the markets are going the interest rates are going no matter what's going on in politics no matter what's going on period you'll always be able to make money provided you essentially have the skill set that people are going to need and that skill set is completely different than the one that you've been able to use to your advantage for the past 12 months all right, so um, yes, so, yes. So, so the next story is FHFA uh, react, uh, actions resulting in unprecedented tightening of credit. We warned you guys about that about three mm -hmm. weeks ago, maybe a month ago. 
we started seeing the mortgage lenders were raising their, putting on overlays. An overlay is essentially just an added set of standards the banks put on top of whatever the government lending standards are. So the best way not to have to do battle with overlays, uh, in, because the lenders won't tell you their overlays, your borrower will find out. The most recent round of overlays is they raised credit, minimum credit scores by 100 points. They raised down payment requirements. Last week, Wells Fargo said, not necessarily related to this specifically, but they said, well, guess what? We're no longer going to do HELOCs or second lines of you know credit. No more of that. You know, he, home equity loans. So those got canceled. But the banks were saying that they're having to tighten their standards and, and essentially tighten what types of loans they did because of the fear of what was going to happen from all these forbearances. And they were going to lose the servicing revenue from collecting all the mortgage payments. And long story short, that seemingly has worked itself out as we predicted it would about a month and a half ago. They're going to have to follow the CARES Act. They're going to have to give everyone that asks for a 12-month mortgage forbearance a 12-month mortgage forbearance. And you are absolutely crazy as an, as an independent contractor, as a, and anyone who's listening, not even in the real estate business, if you don't put your house into forbearance and you don't just give your oppor- yourself the opportunity to save 12 months worth of cash... If you don't give yourself the opportunity. With no penalty? With no penalty. You could still make your payment if you chose to. Okay, You can still make the payment. Or you can just save the money. It doesn't matter. The point is, is you have to be prepared for the worst while hoping for the best. And so many people in our industry, all they do is focus on the hoping for the best. And no one ever talks about preparing for the worst. It's almost like there's this belief that somehow, if you somehow prepare for the worst, if you start saving money, if you start doing all these things that somehow the I have actually heard people saying this insanity. The universe is somehow going to bring you the exact thing uh-huh. you were thinking about. It's a secret garbage, guys. You guys have to be watching out for this mystical you're wagging your head as I say it. Aren't you sick of it too? It's just it's well, insanity. if that was true, I'm pretty sure nobody wished for a global pandemic. I'm just saying. Guys, if you're stuck, you guys have to realize that this mindset garbage that so many of you actually think is real, you believe it's real. It actually works against you. It works against you because then you aren't, you aren't taking enough personal responsibility for the results that you get. The mindset stuff is like a religion. If you find yourself insulted because I'm telling you the universe could give a rat's ass about what you think, if you are finding yourself confronted about that, I want you to realize it's because you have been sold a bill of goods. The universe is not sitting around listening to what you actually want to manifest in your life. That comes through your actions, and ultimately that comes from you helping other people. That is the bottom line. This whole, Julie and I, actually, we didn't publish it in our new book, did we, about the mindset movement? We researched it, though. I can't remember. Yeah, the whole mindset movement, guys. Julie and I spent a lot. I don't know if it's in our new book either. You want me to give it to you? It's sitting right there. We we researched the whole mindset movement. I'm going to tell you guys, it started in the 1920s out of mysticism they used to do these occult rituals where people would sit around seances right and that started in the 1920s and that the that was the essential the germination basically and it's in even before that there's variants uh, very uh loosely gathered groups of people that believed in this sort of mysticism stuff and over time they've used pseudoscience a lot of a lot of theories in physics just theories pseudoscience means fake science to justify this belief structure that they've had. But what really started to take hold as a sort of a genre is in the 1960s in Big Sur, California. There are groups of essentially alternative medicine sorts, aka hippies, God bless mm-hmm. them, that got together basically and started to work on these beliefs that had sort of gotten started in the 1920s. And that's where all this stuff came from. 
all the mindset stuff that you guys now think is the dream boards and the the visioning and the all of it walking on coals and all that stuff it all is rooted in pseudoscience fake science and the problem is ultimately and i've had this happen i've seen this happen to friends is you guys stop learning and stop working because you believe up oh, true story <laughs> i don't know how i've gotten on this tangent True story, I had a great coaching client. This was probably 15 years ago. Him and his wife, actually, they sold ranch land in uh, Nevada. And they were wonderful, hardworking people. They worked great, perfect harmony. So the secret comes out. You guys remember that cheese ball movie? So the secret comes out. And all of a sudden, she's like, she sees it for what it is. It's sort of just like entertainment. He totally is, is uh, you know, totally believing it. Now, this guy used to be the best proactive lead generator. He'd work with the ranchers and the farmers and people who had big swaths of land and looking at, he was a hard worker. And all of a sudden, he watched The Secret and he said, I'm no longer, this was a literal, my literal last call I had with him. I'm no longer going to work doing the you know proactive lead generation, not his words, those were mine, um, because I'm going to sit around and I'm going to manifest what I want. And then I said to him I, in disbelief, I said, well, what exactly are you going to be doing? Well, I'm going to be riding my bike, manifesting, and I'm also going to spend more time with photography. Those were his answers, those two things. And well, so basically what he was saying is he's going to wait around for the world to bring him the results that his previous efforts and his his employee were. That's what he believed. And so many of you guys believe the same things. You go to these conferences, you listen to these fake gurus. They're not telling you what we're telling you. They're lying to you. They're telling you what you want to hear. They're letting you believe that there's some special shiny secret sauce to getting everything you want in your life, in life other than being of service to other people and good old fashioned hard work. Don't you guys see it for what it is? Don't you think this is something that 20 years from now, you're going to laugh at yourself, if not cry, that you actually believed in any of that crap? Guys, you got to see it for what it is. It's fake. It's pseudoscience. All right, rant over. <laughs> That's right. Moving on. I, just, I, I only laugh because I, you know, it's like, how long were people going to wait to figure out that didn't work? So, well, because, Julie, I'll tell well, you what got, the I'll, easy button. I'll tell you what got me on that. What? It's because I, over the weekend, watched, mm-hmm. uh, I'm paying attention to the messaging everyone else is doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping and praying I see other people that are in positions of leadership in the industry, like you and I, mm-hmm. have earned the right to be. I'm hoping and praying that they're going to start basically saying what we're saying. Copy us, guys. Yep. And start telling agents about the SBA, the stimulus, unemployment, mortgage forbearance, EIDL loans, and Main Street lending. Because those are practical, tactical things that are going to help agents basically have a lifeline to get through whatever's going to happen next in the economy. But they're not talking about that crap. They're talking about mindset crap. Yeah. Hopefully. Like, what the hell are you doing, people? Well, that not that always the fallback that they go to when anything happens? Because well, it's, it's easy, and there's no accountability. They don't know what else to do. That's, <clears throat> that's why. right, which they, is sad. But yeah, they themselves don't know what else to do. You know, that's so right. that's the reality of it. All right, so Julie, yes. you, okay. want, you want to do things you love? And I do because I've got to jump to premiere. Well, we have listen. In, we have we have five, five minutes. minutes so I got, yes, yeah, yes, I've got yes, good yes. ones today. Okay, so first of all, seriously, murder hornets. Last week it was aliens. <laughs> are these the things you hate? These are the things I hate. Okay, murder hornets. These are our real. These are hornets. These are not just bees or wasps. These things are so big that the scientists who are tracking them can attach. I kid you not, a streamer to the back of them, which they can't do to bees because bees can't support the weight. These things are so big, that's how they're tracking them. They put a streamer on them, they follow them back to the hive. Okay, so why do we hate these things? Okay, I'm not a big fan of bees, I'm allergic to bees, but these hornets decapitate bees. And then they carry off the body to feed the the baby murder hornets. What the hell? 
anyway. So yes, we have to get rid of those now. And then if we could just get the hornets to kill the virus, I think that'd be great. We'd be on to something. All right. So then I have something straight off of our private coaching Facebook page from Teresa Cook, one of our great coaching members. She says, a very start, good start for the month of May. One seller under contract, two buyers under contract. Uh, listing was off the market for repairs, but now getting back active tonight. So that's definitely a great start to the month. And then I have another one. I have to scan up here. One call, one listing appointment. Elizabeth Thau, uh called a FISBO, got a new listing, launching it Thursday. And of course, people were all over that. How did you do it? How did you do it? She said, role play, know the scripts provided by Tim and Julie on their site. Search local for sale by owner listings and free on Zillow and then call them. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> right? Followed our instructions. Huh. Did we tell them to do? Interesting. Live to tell about it. <laughs> nice job. So back to you. You didn't open the door of the Fizbos and find the house full of killer hornets. All right. So <laughs> no, I'm going to do. That'll be next month. I already did the thing I hate with my little rant, which I will have okay, you Okay, that's good. So I'm going to give you two things that I like. All right. All right. There is a way to kill that the bees have struck back to kill your killer hornets. How's that? Okay. What they've realized is they can't sting them and kill them because they can't make it through their armor, the oh. hornet's armor. So what they've done is when the killer hornet goes to their the bee's hive, yeah. the bees surround the hornet oh and actually gosh. got so close into him and they boil him to death. Oh my they, gosh. They get the killer, the bees. Yeah. Have, but this but is that's what, crafty. That's but this has been going on in Japan for a long time. And so this is an, this, the bees have figured out we can't sting this damn thing to death. So what we're going to do is so we're we'll going to heat it. it and cook it inside its own shell to death. Wow. And that's how they kill them. Insects Isn't that amazing? are hardcore, man. Man, right? Seriously? Wow. We are wimps. Seriously. All <laughs> I mean, like, we like, had to deal with was the cane toads last night on the patio. Yeah. All right. I got <laughs> something I want to read. All right. All right. This is from Nick Hughes. I'm not going to edit this, Nick. So I know you're listening. So everything that you basically wrote, I'm going to read. Hey, Tim, it's, it's Sunday and I have a few showings on a couple of my listings this morning. So I was listening to the podcast on my way uh, to and from. As I as I headed home, I almost tri- uh, uh, tri- uh, tricked myself into thinking a few showings on Sunday was enough to call it a day. But then you started shit talking about doing the real work in real estate. And I got super pumped, pumped up to get home and get on the phone. And that's exactly what I did. So my feedback and my feedback forward slash request is uh, is just lots more shit talking to get some of us taking a, uh, some of us uh, to get us into action helping people and making money. Also, maybe an episode on prospecting buyers for listings you already have direct deals pay twice as much. Love you, love the show, love the coaching program, and everyone involved. Stay awesome. Thank you. And that is from Nick Hughes in uh, Iowa. And Nick, nice I job, know, Nick. I don't know if you knew this, Nick, but in Iowa we have pretty much. Every EXP realtor is part of Julie and I's own group in Iowa, of all places. Yes. And Julie has to run to PC. Have a great PC call, Julie. So I'm going to talk about uh, Nick's question and his comment. So, Nick, here's the thing. I've been helping a lot of people with this very issue because a lot of agents, most agents listening, have never sold real estate in a market where the prices go a different way. And I I know a lot about your Iowa market for the reasons I just stated. you got to remember, at the end of the day, when a property isn't selling... It's price, it, prop, property will or won't sell predicated on one or all these things being out of whack. Price, condition, or location, right? So here's the script. Mr. Seller, you know, here it is. Mr. Seller, so at, a house will or won't sell because of price, condition, and location. Now, Mr. Ha- I'm trying to get my mind working like a listing agent again. You guys can see the, the, the neural pathways don't necessarily connect as well as they used to as far as using the script. I used to do price change calls every Friday. 
And so this was the script I'd always use, but it's so funny, I'm struggling to remember it. So Mr. Seller, um, your house is in a great location. You know, you've got a great backyard, um, you know, that's plenty of privacy. So overall, Mr. Seller, the location of your house is as good as it needs to be. And based on the feedback, there's no real negative feedback about the location. And this listener is assuming that that's the case. And this, this is what you say to the seller. And, but ultimately, Mr. Seller, the location is what it is because it's not like we can pick up and move the house. So the location is what the location is. So the next thing, Mr. Seller, is we have condition. Now, we had some people commenting on the old oak cabinets and maybe some of the carpet needed to be removed. But for the most part, unless you're going to do a radical change like Mr. Seller where you're planning on remodeling the bathrooms or adding a bedroom, you weren't, right? Okay, so the location is what it is, and now the condition is not going to change in a radical way. Maybe we do some of the upgrades, maybe we do some of the changes. We can talk about that in a second. So Mr. Seller, ultimately, the only way we're going to actually be able to um, get your house sold in this market where there's a lot of uncertainty is to reposition the house on the market so that it correctly reflects the buyer's expectations. And according to the National Association of Realtors, after two weeks or 10 showings, and by the way, this is from the 1990s, but the statistic is still true. After two weeks or 10 showings, if you don't have a written verified offer on your property, Mr. Seller, um, then we need to adjust the price down accordingly. And then, listeners, what you do is you look to see what the last sold comp is. Now, if the last sold comp is more than 90 days ago, i.e. pre-virus, then it's probably not valid. So what I would suggest is you take the last sold comp and you uh, deduct 10%. And that's going to give you better a better reflection of, of today's market. Now, if there's current houses for sale that are less than the house that you have for sale that are similar, don't have to be the same, but similar, then you need to probably price at least 5% less just to get showings. Um, and then there's a lot of other scripts that go along and techniques that go along with uh, getting sellers to reduce their, their prices. There's an, a great script we learned a thousand years ago at Howard Brinton where the, the essence of the script is that Mr. Seller, this gives you an indication, listeners, how different the markets have been over time. Mr. Seller, at what point does, uh, what, for example, what, at what point does your heart stop? That was the actual script. At what point does your heart stop if I tell you to lower the price, let's say the house is listed for 500 If, if we say lowering the price to $399, at, at that point, does your heart stop? Or is it 425 or is it 450 um, And, you know, there's a lot of other scripts. I mean, I could, um, now that my brain's rewired to think about price reduction scripts, I could talk for the next five hours about these. Every seller is a little bit different. And when you're going after a seller for a price reduction, what you have to understand is you have to know their motivation and you have to know what they owe and you have to know what they owe on everything. If you don't know those two things, if you don't know why they're selling and if, if you don't know essentially what they owe, you're going to have a heck, a heck of a hard time getting price reductions. Now, some of you are going to be in the next probably 90 to 120 days, you're going to be running into situations where the seller owes more than the house is worth. It's called being upside down. The, the go-to you know, training for that is to do short sales, which we teach you how to do as for in, in part of the uh, premier coaching program. Matter of fact, we were the first national company back in 07 and 08 to introduce a short sale program. Our designation is called accredited short sale designation. It's included with premier coaching. And Michelle McClinock helps us put the program together. And Michelle's arguably the nation's number one leading short sale agent. But the short sale you know, path is not necessarily the only alternative for helping an owner that's upside down. Some cases, depending on who they owe the money to, they can do a short payoff. And that's where you basically, let's say at this point, you'll have some sellers that are less than 25 grand um, underwater. 
Those sellers should not do a short sale. Those sellers should do a short payoff. In that case, they can call up the lender and they almost always can get the lender to give them an unsecured line of credit where they can basically you know, be released from the burden of the debt and they can move on with their lives, but they still have to pay the 25 grand back over time. And I mean, I'm talking about like maybe five years, virtually no interest, if no interest at all. And the lenders will almost always agree to that because they don't want to do a short sale either. So there are a lot of alternatives, but this, when Julie and I talk about the things you need to know in this new market. I just touched on a few things in this last you know, three minutes. So as far as Nick, your question with regards to how to double in listings, here's the real secret to it. Um, there's two things. Number one, you obviously want to have a, a listing that's priced right because you're going to get all the buyer calls. There's that. Number two, on every one of your for sale signs, for sale signs always will be one of the most powerful things an agent can do to market a home. Because think about it, think of the insanity of a for sale sign. You're able to put a little billboard up for free in somebody's neighborhood. You can imagine how much like Coca-Cola or you know Google or you know Amazon would pay to be able to put little billboards up in people's in front of people's houses. And it's the the power of the for sale sign it can never be underestimated. It's an unbelievably good marketing tool. On every single one of your for sale listings, put a 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM sign writer. And what that in essence will do, the, the writer sits on top of the sign and it says for free 24-hour recorded info on this house, call whatever your assigned number is. So it's 1-800-555-1212 and hit extension 345 or whatever the extension is, right? This is all customizable. Um, and what you're going to remember, the key on the sign was for free 24-hour recorded information. That's going to attract all the best buyers. The best buyers are the ones driving in the neighborhood. And they're going to see uh, the writer. They're going to call um, about the house being for sale because they want to know the price. The first calls you always get are from the neighbors. And that's how you double into a lot of listings. When Julie and I sold real estate, we didn't use 800homehotline.com because it wasn't in existence, but we used a similar service. And we double in listings all the time. I, I can literally remember some of the biggest transactions and commission checks we ever got were from, from calling people back off our own signs and calling them back urgently, you know, furiously fast lead follow-up. So go to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM and sign up for that service. I think the first 30 days is free um, and there's no like added fees. I, I forget the price. It might be like $35 a month or something, but you can put that those 800-HOME-HOTLINE, you know, the, the home hotline numbers on all of your signs and that is going to get you a lot of, um, you know, buyer calls, obviously. That's going to give you a lot of seller calls the script when you're calling somebody back off 800 home hotline is this. See how you guys got me going? <laughs> now that I started thinking about scripts. Ring, ring, hello. Hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when folks call our 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back, see if they have any questions about the home they called about. And um, and Mr. Seller, I know, or Mr. Buyer, I noticed you called about 123 Elm Street. And first of all, their reaction will be, because you called them back urgently and right away, is disbelief. They're going to think it's a recording. Right. And then you're going to call them right back and you're going to, um, you know, they're going to say, yes, I was calling about the price on 123 Elm Street. You never give the price on the recording. You guys leave the recordings for these listings. And we, they teach you how to do that as far as part of 800 Home Hotline. So don't get stuck with what I'm telling you. So they're then going to call back. Uh, they're going to call for looking for information in the house. They're going to hear a recording. Hey, this is Tim Harris. Thank you for calling about 123 Elm Street. It's a you know, freshly updated four bedroom, three and a half bath house, the half acre lot. It's got a, you know, in-ground pool in the back and whatever, whatever, just little brief descriptions. And then you say, and the current offering price on this house is in the mid 500s. Don't say the price, just say the price range in which it sets. And then when they call, they're going to hear the recording. And soon as they dial the number, you're going to get texted and you're going to call them back. 
Anytime anyone calls an 800 number or any toll-free number, you cannot use caller ID. Everyone, you're going to whoever's paying for the call um, is going to get access to the person who called. So as soon as someone calls your 800 home hotline number, you're going to call them right back, and you're going to, you know, like I said, hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. And then they're going to say, well, what's the current what's the current price on that house or is it still for sale? And then you say, well, Mr. Hughes, let me check to make sure the house is still for sale. Let me look. Um, oh, by the way, which house in the neighborhood were you thinking about selling? Right. You ask that question right at this right at the very, very beginning as soon as you call them back. And here's what you'll hear on the other end of the line. I've literally done this probably tens of thousands of times when Julie and I sold real estate. So you're going to call them right back. You're going to say what I just said. You're going to say, and you're going to ask that seller question right out of the gates. And you're going to hear this. Uh, 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 well, we live three doors down, <laughs> right? So then they're going to tell you they have a house to sell. And then you pivot your conversation talking about their listing. And then we take you through a pre-qualification script to determine their motivation. You might find out they're just calling. First of all, nobody calls checking on the price of a house unless they're thinking about selling. That's full stop. I know in a lot of markets like Southern California, people are, you know, real estate curious. I get that constantly. That's like a voyeuristic activity in many of the more expensive markets. But for the most part, no one's going to take the time to call about a, a house listed for sale unless they're actually somewhere either in the front or the back of the mind thinking about selling. So you have to address it as if every single buyer lead is a seller. And so, Nick, that's what you do. And you might find, well, I don't have a house to sell. We're thinking about moving the area. And then you go through our buyer pre-qualification script which we've, you just literally ask the questions and you'll find out everything you need to find out. And, and, you know, going back to, if you determine, if you find out they have a house to sell and they live in the same neighborhood, you can pretty much surmise they're not interested in moving into the neighbor's house. They're probably interested in finding out the price. And then you can follow the, you know, seller pre-qualification script. Do you guys see how this all works intellectually? That's how Julie and I've designed our entire system. So everything is very tight. Everything is very much in your control because when it's in your control, there's less things you're leaving to chance, which means you can ultimately control the result. This is the way we built every single aspect of our coaching uh, system and why everyone else is so complicated. Honestly, guys, I have no idea. So if you want to check out 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.COM, that's it. Just go to, go to 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.COM and sign up. Check it out. Um, yeah, and there it is. And full disclosure, Julie and I do own half that company. But like I said, it's only 35 bucks a month. So, you know, there you go. And if asked uh, what would be the first things that Julie and I would do if we were to get back into real estate, um, that would be one of the top five things is absolutely uh, get 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.COM um, and then really just go back to the work doing proactive lead generation, going after all the sources we coach you to go after in our coaching system. So there you go. <laughs> hopefully you, I answered your question, Nick, and hopefully I helped everyone else and Julie did as well. If you guys are in Premier Coaching, make, make sure you attend the daily semi-private Premier Coaching call every single day. That's the call that Julie leaves a little bit early from our podcast every day to go to. She's there now answering questions, doing personal coaching for those of you guys who need it. So that is a, you know, a service of our Premier Coaching program. Jump on that. Make sure if you're already a paying member, you're using that every day. Listing and re, uh, replay is one thing. Being able to have your specific question answered is another. So go ahead and get there ASAP. In the meantime, if you guys need us for anything, you can always reach out. You can text me directly at 512-758-0206. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. 
For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. Thank you.